At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money Hour 2, presented by DraftKings. 10 days away from Super Bowl 58. We welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Of course, my teammates there, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetison, live at the D Bar Canada, downtown Las Vegas. And we welcome in another teammate, VSIN, betting analyst. I love the podcast, Morning Bets, Market Insights podcast. Also, the everything guide to sports betting author, Josh Applebaum, joins us. And, you know, I've always told you what I find so unique about you and specifically in the industry, Josh, is your market based approach. You remove emotion. And we were just talking about biases and. You know, betting on Amal had a good rant the other day about betting on or against your favorite team. But I do think there is we tend to get set in our ways. And sometimes those biases get in the way of sound decision making when sports betting. Yeah, Patrick, Dustin, Amal, great to be with you. And I think you're totally right, Patrick. And again, I didn't stumble upon you know, sharp data-driven contrarian betting, take out your bias, whatever you want to call it. It took me a long time, a long time to get there because when I first started betting on sports, I was the ultimate public better. I parlayed a lot. I bet a lot of favorites, bet a lot of home teams. You know, I'd always bet my Red Sox, Bruins, Patriots, Celtics, and I love betting, but I found out, Hey, that's not the recipe uh, to win long-term. Uh, so to me, really what kind of made me go with the data perspective is, is losing. Losing will make you learn very quickly that the obvious play doesn't always win. You know, if it was that way betting public would become millionaires the books would go bankrupt so i think if you're a better you just got to find something that works for you and that you're comfortable with so in my opinion or take the opinion away completely go by the market look at what the market is telling you will every market move win will every line move win will every contrarian play getting less than half the tickets win no of course not betting's hard there's a human element there's luck involved you got to overcome bad beats. We got to beat the juice. I mean, betting is hard. That's something you got to realize. But I think when you kind of uh, learn to really lean on the market, you think of yourself almost as like a trader on Wall Street treating the uh, treating the stock market. You're looking at, you know, where is the smart money moving? You know, smart money moves lines. I want to bet against the public. If I can 
you know, kind of piece together these clues and feel like I'm making a bet where I'm against the public. I'm with the house. I'm with the sharp betters and I beat the closing line. Then that's a bet that I'll make every time. So it's hard, Patrick. We're human. We all have biases. Uh, but again, I think once you learn to put your bias at the door, the quicker you can do that, the better and more successful you're going to be at betting. I have a non-scientific question for you guys. Well, Why please. is it every time a first-time better makes a bet, they always win? I can tell you right now, it happened to me the first time. I put in a three-team parlay. I won oh, so yeah. easily. Haven't been that easy in 30 years since. I mean, it's I like... Believe, it's, it's called Murphy's Law, right? Yeah. I think, is that what it's called? Murphy's Law, yeah. where it's inevitably called, you're going to hit... It's literally called beginner's luck. It, that's literally what it's I know, but the problem is that that's how it reels you in, right? Like Murphy's law is everything that can go wrong will, will go, go wrong. wrong. So yeah. no, it's the opposite of Murphy's law. Oh, so my, my bad. <laughs> it, but it, it, it is about removing emotion because we constantly, uh, to use a term, a mall plays poker all the time, go on tilt or chasing bets. You know, a lot of that is rooted in emotion. And Josh, I always pump you up for your unique market-based approach because it is just your way of removing that emotion. Yeah, I think to Amal's point, like, again, it's always tough when you win your first bet because then you get real unrealistic expectations. You feel like betting's easy. You feel like it'll always be easy. In a way, it's almost better to lose early on and figure out how hard it is. And then you come to a crossroads where you say, hey, either betting isn't for me. I can't deal with it. It's too hard. I don't want to put in the time and work required to become a winning better. Or you say, hey, it's hard, but I'm going to do my best to put in that time and effort to learn and get better and get sharper each day. And then also, Patrick, it's like realistic expectations. You know, my kind of model based approach, I'm not trying to win 60% of the time, 70% of the time. That's unrealistic. I'm just trying to beat 52.38%, overcome the juice, anything above that you're winning better. So if you can combine the market, take your emotion away, have realistic expectations. This is something that's so hard and took me a long time to learn. But again, it's going to really be a benefit to you the quicker you learn it. Josh, you got a job, Josh. Josh, you bring a give a br great breakdown in terms of where people need to be in terms of your betting style that maybe people can apply. Are you more of a volume in terms of like, let's say, for example, on a Saturday, we've got Adam Burke said the other day, Patrick, we had 156 games last Saturday. <laughs> um, you know, on a day like that, would you tend to bet a lot of games, maybe just a couple that you have isolated that you like? How do you approach it? Yeah, so it's funny, Amal. It's a great question because when I first got into betting, I wanted all the sweats. I wanted to have 10 different bets. I wanted when one game ended to have the next game lined up because, again, I wanted action. I wanted that feeling, that emotion of sweating a game, doing my research, picking a side, seeing if I'm going to win. But as I've learned over time, I become way more selective. Like I, I could imagine, you know, I don't know, five, 10 years ago, a college basketball Saturday, I'd have 10 bets, 15 bets. Now I'm all, I probably have maybe two, three or four at the most. So I think the important thing here is when you have a lot of bets, even if you win and have a great day, you're still going to really eat a lot at your winnings because you got to pay the juice. And if you have a bad day, it can really clean you out. So the second part of that market-based approach is being a flat better, you know, not parlaying, risking one unit per play, betting to risk, not betting to win. All these little things are common mistakes that, again, you try to try to avoid. But I think it's always better to err on the side of less plays than more. Again, it's hard to do. But that way, if you go, you know, two and one, three and two, you can eke out a winning day. If you go 11 and 8, 11 and 9, you might have a winning day win loss, but you could actually be losing for the day overall because you're laying the juice. Great job. And a very informative, Josh. Great stuff. Walk us through the story thus far, 10 days out of the Super Bowl and the number. Yeah, Patrick, this one's been fascinating because it's really gone back and forth. I mean, if we go back to when this line first opened, the immediate move was toward Kansas City. We opened pretty much San Francisco minus two and a half, minus two, uh, immediately got down to one. Uh, that was between Sunday after the championship games ended and going into Monday. 
And really, we said, hey, you know, the question was at that point, do we get to a pick them? Is there a dog to fave loom, uh, line move where we flip to Kansas City minus one? However, that has not happened. The Actually, the opposite has happened. We've had some sharp buyback here on the 49ers. The 49ers bottomed out at minus one. They've gone back up to minus two. And there was a great nugget from Johnny Avello, the DraftKings odds maker, uh, in the newsletter. You can go sign up beaston.com slash newsletter. But Bill D put that in there, and it was a great note. When everyone was saying, wow, this line's steaming to uh, Kansas City, Johnny Avello said, I wouldn't be surprised if we get back up to minus two or even two and a half towards San Francisco. So from a market based perspective, Patrick, I think there's a lot to like about San Francisco. As of right now, they're only getting around 32% of bets. The late movement is, is in their favor. The trendy dog does appear to be Kansas City. But again, if you're going to go with the market, that's really difficult in this particular spot because you're going up against not only Mahomes, 10 and one ATS as a dog, but the history of the Super Bowl. If you look in the Super Bowl over the last 20 years, Patrick, dogs are 13 and seven against the spread, 65 percent ATS. Kansas City was plus one and a half against the Eagles year before Bengals were getting four and a half covered that number lost by three. The covid year Brady and the Bucks plus three one outright. Uh, and if you tease, here's the other thing. Now that this lines up to two, do you want to tease up Kansas City two to eight or find that two and a half go up to eight and a half? Teasing dogs in the Super Bowl the last 20 years, take them up six points. It's 17 and three against the spread, 85%. So the elephant in the room, again, the market's telling us there's sharp buyback on Kansas, on uh, San Francisco, but it's almost the same thing last week with the uh, the Baltimore Ravens, where the market steamed late toward the Ravens. The Ravens, I don't think anyone should regret it if they bet the Ravens. They were getting less than half the tickets, more than half the money. The line moved in their favor. But again, it's these, it's this 0.1% situation where everything is telling you San Fran. But again, are you going to go up against Mahomes as a dog? I vowed after last year's Super Bowl to never bet against Mahomes as a dog again. Uh, and again, maybe that's, you know, really giving us a lot. A lot of us putting us in a bad situation by still going KC when the market is going back to San Francisco. But I'll be honest with you, Patrick, I'm all in Dustin. Uh, I'm waiting for the two and a half and I'm going to go Kansas City and I'll go down with the ship because, again, Mahomes as a dog is just something I don't want to bet against. Josh, a ton of props are going to be available in the marketplace. Anything you could kind of give advice from to people who may not be as well versed because there are so many. You almost become over just oversaturated with them. How to approach it? Yeah, Maul, it's a great question. So I think, you know, one thing to remember is, you know, wise guys bet a lot of uh, early overs and then you might get a bad number if you wait too long. So if you want to bet an over, a lot of them have already moved. Like, for example, Brock Purdy over rushing yards was 11 and a half. That's steamed up to 12 and a half may, may not seem like a big difference. It's only one yard, uh, but now it's minus 120 to the over and you kind of miss that good number. Uh, the other one would be Isaiah Pacheco. He was 69 and a half rushing yards. He's down to 65 and a half. Uh, so I think the whole point of all is, you know, if you bet in and if you if you want to bet an over, you may already be late for a lot of these. If you want to bet an under wait as long as you can let, you know, really focus on take a screenshot of the DraftKings props or whatever book you're looking at and say, OK, it's at this number today. When we get to the uh, next week, when we get to, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, has it risen a bunch to where there's a point to buy back and go under or has it fallen so much to a point where there's value to go over? Like, I'll give you another one here. Amal, uh, Travis Kelsey. He opened 72 and a half receiving yards for the Super Bowl. He's down to 69 and a half. On the one hand, that tells us hmm. wise guys bet the under as soon as it came out. But Patrick, if, if you're looking to buy low on Kelsey, go over 69 and a half, which I'm leaning toward. You're getting a good number. And in his last 12 playoff games, he's averaged 98.2 yards. Uh, he's gone in 12 playoff games over 1,100 yards, 13 touchdowns, anytime TD. Uh, I want to say is close to even money, maybe a, a slight plus money, slight minus money. But I think that's the way I would approach it, Amal. Uh, if you're going to bet an over, 
again, you're late to the party at this point and really look for the big gaps. Open 65, it's up to 70. It could be an opportunity to go under or vice versa. Great job. Tremendous information. That was informative. And you let us know what you're thinking. We love that. By the way, Josh's got two college basketball plays. I'm going to save that for his podcast. So I encourage you all to go to vison.com and download the podcast. You like that? I know you do, because I'm going to save the last minute for this. Josh, Dustin and I learned something that is tragic early on, and that is Amal Shaw has never had a Wendy's Frosty. Can you tell him what he's missing out on? Are you a Frosty guy? I am a frosty guy, but I want to know, do you go chocolate? Do you go vanilla? I'm typically a vanilla guy. Uh, again, chocolate, you can't argue with either, but I'm all, they're like a dollar. You can get sign up for the app, but you can get one for free if you buy some fries. So I'm all, that's a, that's a travesty. I think you got to go after the show on your way home, go pick one up and, and let us know what you think. Well, that was the reason why it was just too expensive. You would probably like vanilla, but it's a freaking abomination that they even came out with that. I didn't even know they serve vanilla. I only know chocolate. Maybe frosties. it's a New England thing, crazy? guys. I don't know. It might, it might be. Josh, who's better than you? That's the question. That's, uh, that is the question. Who is better than you? Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You, <laughs> you were supposed to answer Patrick, it, you answer don't. Is, the answer is nobody, Patrick. The answer is nobody. That, that's it. We're coming back with Three Point Stance. Super Bowl news next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Pay attention, big guy, because with Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks Guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you're going to get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. A minimum purchase 
purchase may apply. It's omahasteaks.com slash B-S-I-N. I got a life hack for you talking about Omaha Steaks, and Dustin knows it. Now, Dustin was way ahead of the curve. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome you back here on Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. Dustin was ahead of the curve. He just didn't want to share the information. Um, I think I told y'all you have to get an air fryer. I don't know what air fryers do. I don't know how they work. I know nothing about them, but you put them in the little drawer, whatever you're cooking, steak, eggs, chicken. It doesn't matter. You put the thing in the little drawer and then you push start and somehow it knows exactly how long to cook it. It takes no time at all. And those things come back perfectly tender. Air fry, ride or die. Right. Now, now I will say this. There is less than a 0% chance that Amal Shaw has an air fryer or utensils at home. Correct? I, I do have utensils. I do not have an air fryer. <laughs> Dustin, your take on the air fryer. Quick. Yeah, uh, let's go. So you're saying that I was gatekeeping the, the air fryer yeah. from you. Let me also tell you about this, this uh, device you could purchase. So people will call it. And it will pop up with their phone number, and then you can go to a pay phone and read the phone number they called you with and call them back from the pay phone. Because the air fryer's been around since like 2005. You're acting like it's some new invention that just recently came out. Oh. I just told you about a pager. You go get a pager. It's basically the same thing at this point. Oh, I get it. You're being a condescending ass. <laughs> I just caught on. You're saying I'm behind the eight ball, like the commander's hiring Dan Quinn. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if you were Slow just, to the party? If you were just on TikTok, like I, I, I am scouting out potential uh, future wives for myself, every now and then you'll come across some air fryer recipe that'll get you hooked. That's exactly what you should be doing. A man closing in on 40 scouring TikTok oh, bro, for future shorties. That's that's perfect. That's you, Dustin. Bro, we, are, we are closing in fast. <laughs> yes, you are. All right. Um, you know what? Little curveball, because we've got plenty to do. We've got, let's see, JP Finley, uh, we're confirming, but I believe he's, he's coming up in about, he's good to go? 12 minutes. Finley's great. He's in D.C. He does local radio there on the number one sports talk station. So he's going to let us know exactly what they think about Dan Quinn being hired. And then Joe Delera is going to join talking NBA and Brennan White's off the trading room floor there for DraftKings will be joining us coming up in just a little bit as well. Just just to transition just a little bit. We do have so four games, fellas, in the NBA tonight. The Pacers at the Knicks. I'm really excited for that. I, I am the team's Knicks fan. Don I've never, and I mean this all. Like, you know how you were giving me credit and saying, I wish I had some, a team like you have the Lions. Yeah. And I really, like, I was emotionally invested. Now, I'm older. I haven't lived at in Michigan since I'm 25 years old, so it's a little bit different. But Dustin has been telling me since I met him that he's a Knicks fan. I have yet to meet a more fraudulent human when it comes to a team and Dustin pretending like he cares about go New York, go New York, go. That dude is about as big of a Nets fan as he is a Knicks fan. Have you ever been sitting there over the last year in a break where he wants to talk passionately about the Knicks? Yeah, uh, it's more of the Metropolitans than the Knicks. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't you can't even defend yourself, Donkey. Do you have multiple bets on Jalen Brunson to win MVP? Do, do you? I believe it's me. That's not the same thing. No, that's not the same thing. First of all, you have multiple bets on everybody to I win don't. the MVP. It's my yeah. only MVP I, I, bet. I mean, you got. Uh, 
Who, what's stiff on the Knicks bench is number 12? You probably have an MVP bet on him. He's part of the yeah, field. Hartenstein. Yeah. Hartenstein, MVP. You should have seen the number I got. Well, oh, re realistically, OG Ananobi is the MVP of the Knicks right now because that dude is freaking special. Doesn't well, show up in the box score all the, all the time, but he is special. He makes an impact on both ends. See what he just did there? He he kind of flexed that he watches the game, <laughs> so you can't look at the box to understand the impact. Bro, of I was Ananobi. there for Michael Sweetney. I grew up with Chris Childs. Chris Childs was decent. Stop. Chris he Childs was a, a pretty good guard. He was a CBA player. First of all, don't, well, don't go 90s NBA here, buddy. Knicks had some good teams and some players. Yeah, let's take a look at this this matchup. The Pacers at the Knicks. This is actually an exciting matchup. However, the Knicks are laying two and a half. The total is 236 and a half. Excuse me, 236 right now as we take a look. I'll, I'll just say this quickly. Uh, Halliburton came back. Remember, he had missed 10 of 11 games. Uh, he came back and just played 22 minutes the other night. So I think he's going to be on a bit of a pitch count. Now, this is a game between the Pacers and Knicks, which is a complete contrast in style. Dustin, you know this. Like, the Pacers, that is all they do is get out and run. Now, the Knicks don't defend the fast break all that well. Knicks want to slow you down. The Knicks have won eight straight games, boys. But here's the question. We know Randall's not going to play, but you just mentioned the key, and that is Ananobi. We don't know about his status for tonight unless you got news for me, big guy. No, but they did put his props out, and I, as you were speaking, I've been waiting them for, for them to put his number out. Uh, he's missed the last couple games. DiVincenzo's gone off. Josh Hart's gone off, as you mentioned, in, in Randall's absence. But if Ananobi, play, Ananobi plays, I do think this is a game where he can go off and the number is shortened up because the other two were raised. DiVincenzo, who I, I had a couple nights ago, he's up to 27.5 PRA, and you got to lay 142 juice. That means it's heading towards 28.5. And, and then Josh Hart's up to 25.5. He normally doesn't play as many minutes as he's done recently. Part of that was because Ananobi was out. I actually think Ananobi at 26.5 PRA minus 111. It's a pretty good price in him. I'm going to play it here because if he does play, I think he goes over it. If he doesn't play, it'll just be a void. Guys, I know we have a high total in this game at 236. What about Tyrese Halliburton under his point total, specifically the point total? Had 10 assists in just 22 minutes in Boston the other night. But what I find peculiar is he got the injury January 8th against the Celtics, played 13 minutes in that game, then made an attempt to come back on January 19th, a Friday night at Portland, then was out for another 10 days and then played again mm -hmm. Against Boston on uh, excuse me two nights ago, I'm not I'm not sure how much he can give you. You talked about being on a potential pitch count here. How effective can he be from a scoring standpoint? We know he's a phenomenal distributor, the best distributor in the NBA right now. But I think that's one you take a look at because his limits is minutes are probably going to be limited and how effective can he be and what happens if he retweaks the injury? I don't want obviously you don't want for that to happen, but that's something you have to take into consideration here. I'm going to run it back with Ananobi. 19 and a half is the number. Early. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go over that. Now, Brunson said at seven and a half. I would like to run it back again. The facilitation without the five, six assists that Randall's going to give you. It's all going to Brunson for the most part right now. But I, I prefer the Ananobi what, number. What are his numbers right now? The in terms Seven of and a half for Brunson. You mean on the season or just tonight? No, just specifically because he didn't play in the last game. His elbow is game time decision. 
and if he plays, but what happens if he's not as effective? My concern is always a guy coming off of an injury and how impactful he could be in that particular spot. Well, they've won without him, right? So I don't think he's he's good. Like, they're fine letting him rest. I think they like the, the guys they have. So I don't think they're going to force him to play if he's not near 100%. Like, Who are you talking about? Ananobi? Yeah, he missed the last one. Yep. He was listed... There's a, you know, the probable questionable thing always trips me up. Yeah. And this is from from a sports betting perspective. This is what we're Adam Silver needs to fix. We can't have constant consternation over who's starting and who's not. I think Ananobi goes, but that is literally don't take that. Ananobi. Did I say Ananobi? I meant Siakam. I'm oh, sorry. I ran it back. Right. I was saying, I remember, let, I mean, yeah. you may not have been here, big guy, but remember yeah. uh, Amal when I had Siakam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, meant run it back with Siakam 19. Oh, okay, Pardon okay, okay. The name, that makes sense. The, they are two tough names. So, yeah, run it back with Siakam. Got it. Got 19 and it. a half. I, I do like now. Ananobi tonight, though, by the way. I like his PRA. So, and if he doesn't play, I would move to Josh Hart. If you think Ananobi's not going to play, I bet Josh Hart now. But real quick, just to finish up on that point, I, that's my argument for going under on him. Because, hey, if he doesn't play, then the bet's going to be voided. Got that yes but the thing is if he does play it's an elbow issue could impact his shooting his ability to do some things offensively and what happens if you say he gets in the game he doesn't get a dnp plays few minutes no, sure can't but, be effective my, in those particular situations i think you have to look under on those guys my thought is he doesn't play if he's not going to be effective because they've won two games without him in a row and if he does play he's probably the key guy with halliburton so plenty of usage on the floor Okay, I think the Jazz are in an awesome spot hosting the 76ers tonight. We'll get into that game. Maxi is questionable. We'll yes. have to see if anything updates. And when we get to the Cleveland Cavaliers-Memphis Grizzlies game, I think two nights ago or Monday night, the Memphis Grizzlies may have started the worst starting five in the history of the league. Like literally, you may not know three of the starting five. Okay, so they're going to run it back. They're throwing out a G League team right now. Everybody's injured for the Memphis Grizzlies. They're obviously not making the postseason. When we return, Dan Quinn is in with the commanders. JP Finley, 106.7 The Fan in D.C. joins us to discuss. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, you can sign up for $199, an annual subscription right now using the promo code SHARP. Daily best bets, betting splits, big game betting guides, including the Super Bowl, all there. Check it out, vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, so I know it's a busy day for J.P. Finley, 106.7 The Fan, host, NBC4 reporter, at J.P. Finley, NBCS on Twitter. B. Mitch and Finley on 106.7, great show. The podcast, the Beltway Football Podcast, and he's covered the commander since 2020. 12. So he's the perfect person to bring on. First off, thank you for the time, JP. A few minutes. I know it's terribly busy as Dan Quinn has been announced as the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. I want to start with your reaction and then give us an idea of the calls you've been taking and the city's reaction to Quinn. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, my reaction is this is a reactionary move. They, they wanted Ben Johnson. He said no, for whatever reason, he said no. And they were probably were too late on Mike McDonald at that point. He was headed to Seattle. 
and they had to scramble. Um, I think new ownership, uh, Josh Harris has a track record, at least in the NBA, of hiring experienced coaches. Um, and when they got down to who they had left, who they had interviewed, um, you had Quinn, Aaron Glenn, and Anthony Weaver. And I think you've got a new owner, a first-time general manager, very likely to be a rookie quarterback, and they just wanted somebody with some experience. Um, you know, people around the league will tell you glowing things about Dan Quinn. Um, I, I think it's terrific he's a leader in all of these things, but the, the numbers don't necessarily support a lot of that. I think what, what kind of hires he makes as offensive coordinator are dramatically important here. Um, you know, if you look at his record in Atlanta when he had Kyle, things went great. When he didn't, it, they were under 500 by a fairly wide margin. Um, as for the city, uh, you know, I was on the radio for four hours. We probably took calls for two hours. And I'd say it's like maybe a 70-30 split. 70% of people aren't too happy about it. Um, the problem is, after losing Johnson and then McDonald going to Seattle, I don't know that there was a real consensus about who people wanted. And, there were, you know, when Sloan decided he was staying in Houston, they never interviewed Dave Canales, who got the Carolina job. They never – I kind of thought they might ask to get an interview with Frank Smith, who coaches the Dolphins' uh, offense, and then they didn't go that route. Um, you know, they leaned more defensive than offensive with the guys they did talk to. Um, so this is what you land with. And I, it, it, to me, it feels like going to your safety school. You know what I mean? Like you wanted to go to college in Vegas or, or LA and you ended up going to Oklahoma state <laughs> or whatever. <it> is. <laughs> Love that analogy there, JP. Why did they come to the conclusion of Dan Quinn? You mentioned Harris has hired uh, experienced guys in New Jersey with the devil's ownership. And of course the Philadelphia 76ers, because it just seems like the most nondescript hire when you're looking at such a prominent franchise in football. Just in case there's any Cowboys fans out there, I'm not taking a shot at Oklahoma State. There's nothing wrong with Oklahoma State. <laughs> um, so why, why did they hire Dan Quinn? The defense in Dallas has been really good. And, I mean, they've been top 10 in, in points allowed and yards allowed, I believe, in the three years he's been there. They generate a ton of takeaways. Um, I, I think if you look at how they use Micah Parsons, you got to credit coaching for some of that, how, how much they move him around and, and, and let him lean on his athleticism. Um, I think it speaks a lot about the Cowboys defensive coaching staff. What, you know, you lose Trayvon Diggs this year, who last year was probably an all pro. And then Deron Bland all of a sudden is a stud corner. Um, they've developed, they, you know, they've, they've had stars, but they've also developed their own guys. Um, if you look at what he did as a DC in Seattle, it was phenomenal. Now they had a ton of talent and you're going back 10 years, but he did get the Super Bowl win there. I, I think, it, I think it's really important that he also comes in to Washington fully aware of the situation. Um, Washington, I, I would say intentionally at this point, they did not want to talk to Belichick. They did not want to talk to Harbaugh. They did not want to talk to Vrabel and those guys would require in some capacity, whether it was just a lot of input or actual control over personnel. Um, Josh Harris, the Washington ownership group hired Adam Peters to be the personnel boss. And then wants Peters to fill out his staff. And 
I think in this city with this organization that had Dan Snyder for close to 30 years, largely ruining everything he touched, I think it's really important for them that the structure is sound and Dan Quinn will come into this structure knowing the role and the, and the, the organization and, and kind of how they want to operate. And I think that has real value too. JP Finley giving us a few minutes. Dan Quinn, the new head coach there with the commanders. B. Mitch and Finley, 106.7. The fan does a great job. Uh, it, seven other job openings were filled before the commanders. So that brings me to filling out a staff for Dan Quinn, JP. Just numbers wise, they're against, they're behind the eight ball here. They are. And can't deny, I mean, the tricky part with this, and I understand that the NFL has requirements in place before you can hire somebody, but Dan Quinn's been out of the playoffs for a couple of weeks. If this was really your guy all along, you probably could have right. gotten this done a lot earlier. Um, but that said, I, I would look to Al Harris, is defensive backs coach in Dallas. Um, I think Al can come to D.C. as the D.C., um, I, I think there's some pieces in Dallas that could end up here, which would be pretty interesting defensively. And then offensively, I, I'm looking West. I'm looking to the 49ers. Um, you know, what is the, uh, what is the conduit between Adam Peters, the general manager and Dan Quinn, the new head coach, the middleman in there is Kyle Shanahan. Obviously Dan, you know, Dan, employed Kyle, for lack of a better word, as his OC in Atlanta. And then Peters was with Kyle in San Fran for a long time. Um, they're going to overwhelmingly likely draft a QB at number two. And San Fran is, you know, Purdy deserves the lion's share of the credit, but they've helped Purdy get better fast. Um, I look at guys like Brian Greasy, Clint Kubiak. Um, they have a tight end coach. Uh, I want to say his last name is Flurry. Um, who's actually a DC native was a, uh, won a state championship in Maryland here, yeah, whatever, 25 years ago or something. Um, I, I looked that direction for them to fill out the staff and you got to think some of this moves relatively fast. And they're all, a lot of these guys are all in mobile right now. And I don't know if you've ever been to mobile to come and senior bowl. There's one bar that everybody hangs out in every night. So some of this could get done tonight. Who knows? <laughs> JP, this team is obviously going to draft a quarterback at number two overall. Any type of vibe or anything where they might go or what direction they might look to go in? No, uh, it's been it's been hard to really get an, uh, a a handle on that because you didn't know who the coach was going to be. You knew Peters, but Peters' focus was really on getting the coach locked in. Um, I think. We'll see what happens with Caleb Williams in the pre-draft process, but it, it, assuming Williams goes one, then your decision's Drake or Jaden Daniels. Um, I, I don't know how it'll work, but if you look around, I mean, look at championship weekend, all those quarterbacks are making plays with their legs, and some of them are, are, are probably, you know, except golf, I guess, but I think it gets harder and harder to, to ignore a guy with the skill set of Jaden Daniels who improved every year he was in college. Uh, but Drake May, it's not, it's not like he's a, a statue in the pocket. He can make moves too. I would lean Daniels. I don't know which way they lean yet because, I mean, honestly, think about this. Whoever, whoever constitutes the 2024 Washington Commanders brain trust, whoever that group is, they probably haven't all been in the same room together yet. 
JP, it's underwhelming. I, I wish you the best. That's an underwhelming hire. I hope Dan Quinn wins a million games in a Super Bowl. It, we'll say goodbye with it. It just feels underwhelming. I'm sorry. It just, I don't know. It's, that's my take. You don't have to apologize. That's how it feels here, too. It, it, it doesn't, I mean, you're not saying anything that 75% of people that root for the Burgundy and Gold aren't saying. Okay. Well, great. And I know you're busy. So thank you. JP Finley, 1067, the fan, of course, B Mitch and Finley's the podcast, the Beltway football podcast, JP Finley, NBCS on Twitter. Thank you, JP. Appreciate you. No problem, boys. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, man. He does a great job. Uh, that's Brian Mitchell, by the way, the special teams. Uh, great that he does the show with on the van. You know what his point was? That was the best guys. Dude. Quinn's been out of the postseason for weeks. Like, you're now unable to fill out a staff because you waited and waited and waited for a guy that was your number one choice. That makes no sense. Isn't that the number one thing they say, Hey, if we were to hire you today, who would be on your staff? No, but I I don't think that was the case. Yes. I don't think they were talking to Quinn until Ben Johnson said no. And they thought they were walking halfway down the aisle. And he said, see ya. It's like me for senior prom. Everyone said, no, I had to take my friend Valerie from three towns over. How'd Shorty look? Oh, she was. She became a model after. I, I, totally, dude, you, I dude, boxed you, you the whole thing. Talking about women, it's so weird. The flexing. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the code VSIN. New customers can bet five bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl. Of course, 58 with the code VSIN, V S I N. DraftKings. The crown is yours. Amal Shaw, Dustin. It's now here. See, and I, I encourage people to look underneath the surface at times. We welcome you back. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Dustin Sweetelson. Uh, I'm Patrick Maher. Amal Shaw, of course. 
So the thing about the big guy is this. He... He's super passive. So right before we went to break, he always does these things where he'll put himself down and then he'll flex. The first time I met him within six minutes of knowing him, he told me, how do I say this? Like literally them all within four minutes. He told me that Matthew Stafford and him have something in common. <laughs> I didn't know if you remembered that. It, I was so annoyed. I was like, does this guy think that telling me he hooked up with somebody that hooked up with somebody else is going to impress me? He definitely pick. did because he said it within four minutes. That's the cool first time we done. met. Now. He like if you just could continue what happening right before the break, Dustin. Oh, I'm just Dustin. I'm a poor sap. I went. To, I, I couldn't find anybody to go to the prom. Wouldn't. And then he goes dot dot dot. She was a model. Eventually, I mean, she was 16 when we went to prom together. But. She, you see, but you you understand what I'm saying here, Amal, right? Like this is what he always he'll always put himself down, and then he'll like slide in a flex, and you're like, wait, do you hate yourself or are you obsessed with yourself? Actually, I just described you. I just described. Dude, I, I, Dude that is every every day I wake up. Every single day I wake up, and here's the two thoughts. I am the greatest to ever do it. I'm the coolest person to ever walk the planet. And then at the same time, I also think I am the biggest loser there ever was. And I'm a fraud and everyone's going to see through me any day now. Let's try and find some balance. Maybe we can meet halfway balance. in the middle. Yeah, maybe we meet somewhere in the middle. Do I look like my life contains a lot of balance in a lot of aspects? I I'm don't, so sorry. I, I don't assume That's... that. But let's try it. Let's start. I'm so sorry, but while I was playing that out, that literally came out of my mouth, and that that it, that's you. You're obsessed with yourself, and you hate yourself at the hate. exact same time. Yep. Which that's that's what happens. Hey, I'm a loser. I couldn't find a prom date. Hey, I found a model. You know, like that's the big guy. <laughs> Look, when, it's, a, it's stark contrast. When Sarah Dunleavy and Christy Higgins turn you down, you got to go other routes. By the way, I was asking like three weeks before prom. I had not thought about this at all because guess what? Didn't do a lot of talking to girls in high school. I know that's a bit of a shock. Right, but Completely. then go ahead, compliment yourself now. Go ahead. No, there actually is no compliment. That, that's never, I've never figured that one hey, but out. But he went to an all-boys school. That was the joke. <laughs> so the reason I bring it here, yeah, the reason I bring it up is because during the break, somehow, some way, Dustin had just readily had his prom picture <laughs> available that he available. texted Amal and I. Yeah. It, now, I would say pass it to production so we could post it for the audience to see, but I don't think it's fair to her. Would, would you agree? <laughs> We can cut her out. No, I'm not, I mean, I'm being like, wouldn't it be kind of voyeuristic? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Put put, her I, we can't up? put her up. That's not right. She did not consent to that. I'm, okay. I'll put myself I, I'm going to say this, and Amal, you can give me your breakdown. Dustin is dressed as a pimp. There's no other way to put it. He has a white striped. So he's a got literal, a white. You're not saying I look no, pimp as a literal no, pimp. No, no. He literally is dressed as like Iceberg Slim, like a pimp. <laughs> like he, first off, the suit is fresh, yeah. but it's definitely made for a pimp. And here's another thing. I got to be honest. Up in the dome piece area, you kind of look like a donk. Like what? what Can I tell you, you what you happened? Look odd. Your uh, haircut is very odd. So like you know, I always give you credit for being a handsome end, guy. So I don't know if you can tell, but there's a tan line to my eyebrows, and I can explain what happened. So I'm very red from oh, the eyebrows please. down. So prom day in high school, everyone does senior. We all <sighs> skip. We all leave in the middle of the day. We went and played softball all day. All like literally eight hours of softball. I wore a backwards hat the whole day. 
didn't think about that when I took the hat off, my whole face would be red and my forehead would remain white. Oh, you and the that girl, was riveting. You and the girl look good together, <laughs> but um, the suit, uh, the haircut was a bit of the issue. It, it's just, there's something going on. I always compliment you, bro. It's just, you kind of, you know what? Kind of a doofus. <laughs> kind of a doofus. Yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> where did you get the, where did you get the suit? Uh, just, I rented it. I rented a tuxedo from a, from a tuxedo it, it, place. Yeah, I, it's, it's fresh. It's, it's definitely different. Yeah. The only deal was I wanted a cane and my mom was like, if you come home with a cane and you bring a cane to prom, you're in trouble. The deal was I was going to get a car if I graduated high school because I had a car with like 300,000 miles that like there was a chance I was going to die every day driving it. And if I went and got into college, they would get me a car. And they're like, if you come home with a cane and use it at prom, we're not buying you a car. They hung it over my head. I didn't do it. Not saying that his parents are overbearing, but if he gets a tattoo, they disown him. Well, it's a Jewish thing. Right. Can't be very long. No, but I, I, have, I have the best scam ever. When they die, th so I won't get an inheritance if I get oh, no. a tattoo from them. That's their deal. It, it, you can't okay. be buried in a Jewish cemetery, so I can't be part of their will. Well, their will is a house that's not even paid off yet, so it, joke's on me. Uh, however, when they die, what will happen is we'll sell off the house. Me and my siblings will split it. I'll take my inheritance, and I'll get a full sleeve in memory of them in tattoos. So it's a win-win. But that last seven minutes was a lose-lose for all of us. So let's go. You know, Dustin just launches into these excessive details at times. And I just stare at him while he's just like ponte. He's the best. Big guy, you're, you're such a contrast. Hey, big guy, your Knicks just got hit down to two and a half. I don't know what that means. We Some books just moved to three. Uh, did you have an official play there? Uh, yeah, OG Ananobi. I'm going to play it. Uh, I know Amal okay. and I are different. I, have a we I just have an angle on it that I, I think I like. I think that the numbers for Josh Hart and DiVincenzo have been inflated because Ananobi's been out. And I think this is a game where the Knicks need his defense, and he's going to be on the floor 35-plus minutes if he does play. If he plays, he's, he's going to have to give them 35-plus minutes. Yeah. If he can't do that, he's not playing at all. I don't think it's a game where you get 19, 20 minutes out of him. So... I think because of that, 26 and a half is kind of low for him with Randall out. I think he will be the beneficiary where Hart was last game. DiVincenzo was the game before. OG kind of takes his spot here and he goes over 26 and a half. Okay, I like Siakam over 19. I like Siakam over 19 and a half. Okay. Cavs Grizzlies boys. I want to bring this up because the Cavs are laying eight tonight. They're off a of back to back in Memphis. Memphis is five and 16 straight up and seven and 14 at home. Just a complete opposite from last year. That's not the interesting part. The interesting part is this. They lost to the Kings on Monday. Tell me truthfully, if you've heard these starters, we all know Jaron Jackson Jr. Yep. Okay, here we go. Santi Aldama, Scotty Pippen Jr., not his father, and he doesn't play like him either. Obviously, Xavier Tillman, you know him, but he yeah. stinks, and David Roddy. I, that was the starting five. Jaron Jackson Jr., Santi Aldama, Scottie Pippen Jr., Xavier Tillman, and David Roddy. I'll say this. Can David, you think of a worse five? <laughs> well, here's the thing I was trying to figure out. David Roddy played at Colorado State. He was a power forward at about six four and a half. How he's on an NBA roster is befuddling to me. And you mentioned that this team right now, not only decimated with injuries, but the starting five is horrific. How, by the way, how old is Xavier Tillman? 
I feel like you Xavier Tillman, the the whole entire starting offense outside of Jaron Jackson Jr. averages like 6.3 a game. (laughs) Okay. Bain's out. Clark's out. Adam's out. Smart's out. Jaw's out for the rest of the year. I'll say this. Cavs back to back. Again, it's tremendous second at defensive rating, and the Grizzlies are 30th in offensive rating with the guys I just told you about, Amal and Dustin. I'm going to go under the total here. Uh, I'm taking a look right now. It's 215. Again, I wouldn't, if you want, it's a reasonable price, I guess, because of who I told you, Dustin, as far as who's starting for the Grizzlies, but I'll go under the total. So I do have a bet I like in this game. I've bet on this guy a couple times now. Uh, Vince Williams Jr. Over 24 and a half points, rebounds, and assists in five of his last eight where he's played at least uh, 30 minutes. Uh, he's gotten well over that number. He gets a lot of usage. He does points, rebounds, assists. I like guys who are going to cover me in all three categories. I'm not begging for them to like just go way over their number in one of them. And there are a bunch of guys who are potentially out tonight. I think he's a guy who will have heavy usage for Memphis. Like it. And he's been good to me recently. I, I, I'm 2-0 and betting on him. And that's kind of my thing with player props. I find guys that I key on and I ride them until they let me down. Yep, me too. You're next. Patrick, I like like your play on this Grizzlies game under. I mean, when you look at this team the other night, they scored 94 points. They managed to score 61 points in the final three quarters. You mentioned the Cavaliers on the back-to-back there. It's a tougher spot. The numbers come down half a point, but uh, on both sides, the total and the spread itself. There's no way you can back this Memphis team to go over the total based on the ineptitude offensively. You mentioned the injuries, the players in the lineup. Holy cow, tonight you'll be able to sell some programs if you're at the game in Memphis. They could be without 10 players tonight. Do you guys tell me the truth? Who is Santi Aldama? I don't know him. No idea. Do you know Dustin? Santi Claus's brother? (laughs) Oh, it's certainly not. I went to prom with a model. That That is the bookend for the big guy. He's the best. We're coming back with Joe Delera next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 